Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, Carly, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to have you here again um, and be the final episode for the Letters to Women series. So um, today's letter is for the woman who feels overcome by anxiety. So welcome, Carly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back, Whitney, and to be on this podcast again and to talk about this topic that I know so many struggle with. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to diving into this conversation today. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Um, it was such a joy to chat with you the last time. So I'm excited to just um, have another conversation together. So um, yeah, before we dive in, would you please introduce yourself? Certainly. So um, I, my name is Carly, but I go by CJ Malacy, and I'm an author and I write stories for teens and young adults with heart pounding action that also point to the source of true hope in Jesus. So yeah. I, t- I take my stories and I write them in such a way that you can't put them down, hopefully, but then you're also um, coming back to it at the end and discovering deeper truths that you can bring back with you into your daily life. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So, so fun. I've always like, maybe someday I'll be an author, but I don't know what the Lord is going to call me to. So, so cool. I just think it's so fun to like, you know, have your work physically in your hands. Like, you know, we write blog posts or Instagram captions, you know, but it's like to have like your actual work in your hands is so fun. Yeah, um, it's a little surreal, honestly, but it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And to like see your name on it, it's probably like, what? <laughs> yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, so, yeah, today's conversation is going to be all about anxiety which is something that everyone struggles with. Um, You know, in some seasons, it's really hard and, you know, just a lot of anxiety. In some seasons, it's a little bit easier. So um, yeah, do you have any seasons in particular that you want to share about um, that maybe you struggle with anxiety? Um, And then we can just go from there. So Sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think anxiety in my life has I guess it does have that ebb and flow, right? There's some seasons where it feels like it's this monster that is just like clinging to you and can't yep. you can't get it off your back, out of your mind. Every everything feels like it's an anxiety attack waiting yep. to happen, right? Yeah. So, I have had um in different times and in different seasons that particular feeling, but I think like another thing is just that daily anxiety that I have to like deal with and cast that care on the Lord too. So um, a lot of my anxieties tend to be focused around like finances. Um, Oh, what if I can't pay the bills or what, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, what about this? Or, or, Oh, but what if I have this going right now, but what if that fails? And, you know, and just all the anxieties and those what ifs and the other side to be beyond just the finances, it, it blows into the fears for like my loved ones and their safety. And, you know, I am an author, so I have a great imagination. I write stories. You kind of have to have a great imagination to write stories. But with like every strength, my dad always liked to say there's a backside of weakness. And for me, that backside of weakness is that I am insanely good at imagining worst case scenarios. Mm, And they're like a recipe for anxiety. So I can like imagine my dad and mom on their motorcycle having this horrific accident None of this happened. None of, you know what I mean? But in my brain, I have now painted this elaborate picture and I'm like anxious and, and all this fear and worry, like cloaking me. And I definitely have seasons of my life where 
I feel like it revs up and I, I experience it more. And it's that battle in my mind of like anxiety and fear versus like trusting in God and faith and resting in him. Yeah. And I feel like I almost want to be like, oh, yeah, this particular season five years ago, that was so hard. But at the same time, I feel like this is such a daily battle for me. Yeah. Like, And there are like in a year, there's going to be like weeks for me that are a lot harder in this where yes. I'm like my own understanding dictates that all of this thing, you know, I look at the world, there's that crazy guy who's got his hand on a nuclear bomb and like this other guy who's super yeah. corrupt and he's in power and the world is falling apart and I feel yeah. so anxious. And um, and then like there's times where that like ebbs and I'm like God's in control and I can trust that. But it's yeah. definitely, I feel like it's a daily battle. It's a daily yeah. like surrender to the Lord of trusting mm-hmm. like him with all of my what ifs. So taking that anxiety and like laying it at his feet, you know? Yeah. It's so hard. And I think, you know, the source of our anxiety is like fear of the unknown, really. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, when it comes down to, comes down to it, it's like, you know, maybe you're nervous about how you're going to do on a test. So you're anxious about it because you don't know what the outcome is going to be because, you know, you might still be a day away from your test that you have, but you just like want it to be here so you can take it and get it over with and be done with the test anxiety, you know? Um, Yeah. And so like, yeah, there are a lot of places for me that I've experienced anxiety, you know, like, yeah, financial anxiety, you know, like anxiety with like the silliest of little things. Like when my husband goes to work and, you know, the roads could possibly be icy or snowy. It's like, please drive safe. Like, don't hurry. Like, I need you. You know, like the silliest of little things. And then like, you just like sit there and wait for his text of, Oh, I made it to work. And then you, yeah, you run all these worst case scenarios through your head of like, what if this happened or this or this? And it's like, yeah, this is where we're losing trust in the Lord. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's amazing how clearly those anxiety, it's like a movie in your brain, right? Those like worst case scenarios, Mm -hmm. you see it all. Like you see the bad corner and the the ice, like it's crazy how well our minds can imagine Mm -hmm. these worst case scenarios sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but like one of the things that I've personally found is that my worst case scenarios and all my imaginings, they leave out like this critical thing, even like whether it's losing someone we love or failing a test and completely like all of a sudden my plans for my future are looking very different because I have what happens now, you know, but all of those fears and those worst case scenarios, the thing I always don't have is God's grace grace to walk through that season because God doesn't give us the grace until we need the grace for that. And so I can never imagine the magnitude of his grace that is sufficient in my weakness for that Mm -hmm. season because it's not what he's called me to. So he hasn't given me that grace. So I like leave him out of the equation because my worst case scenarios don't include him. They don't have that peace that passes understanding. You know, it's like, because I can't imagine the grace that I don't need right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so, so true. And especially like, you know, tying that into like, you know, I feel like a lot of our anxieties about like what's next, you know, like, so, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, just like with like my businesses that I run, it's like, I don't really know what's next. I don't really know which one that the Lord, you know, is going to call me to in each season um, or, you know, what even it looks like, or especially like, stepping into motherhood, it's like, I'm going to have no idea. You know, I just don't even know what it's like to, you know, have my own child, you know? And so it's like, that's something that it's just a huge surrender to the Lord instead of, I mean, yeah, some days I'm like, oh, like maybe I should like learn more about this or this, but like, really like I'm going to learn the most and experience the most in that season. Just as you said, is when God gives me the graces in that season. 
Yeah. You know, I don't have those right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so surrendering to that of like, even like we don't have the graces to get through tomorrow. We have them to mm-hmm. get through today. Um, and, you know, we hear the quote of like, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own, you know, anxieties or battles or whatever it is. And that, you know, like focus on today, which I think is so much easier said than done. But oh, my goodness. So, so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would totally agree. I just think. I don't know. I just think for me, it's been a lot of trust in the Lord and working on growing in that. Yeah. You know, I, I agree completely. It's what I found to be true in my own life. And it is that daily surrender, right? So if I can take today and trust the Lord with my today and put aside my what ifs and my worst case scenarios and my fears and my struggles and even like things that you know, might be logical to me to stress about yeah. if I can surrender that to him today and and be faithful with what he's given me today and watch him work today and answer prayers today and move on my behalf mm-hmm. today, that tomorrow looks a whole lot less scary because yeah. I've watched my faithful, good father walk with me through all this today. And I know that he who promised is faithful, he'll do it again. He promised he's never going to leave me or forsake me. And I saw that he didn't today. So it gives me that grace to then like step into tomorrow, you know, but, but it is a like, okay, deep breath. Mm -hmm. This is the moment I'm in. This is where I need to be faithful. I need to be here right now because today God's preparing me for what will happen tomorrow. And if I I'm so busy worrying about tomorrow. I'm never going to have that preparedness of heart that I need to like walk in that because I didn't let God prepare me today, you know, and he wants to every single day walk with us, teach us, grow us, and really show us more of who he is. Because as we know him more, how can we not trust him? He's so good, you know? Absolutely. Our journey to heaven is a day by day mission. Some days I get caught up thinking about the big picture goal and then become overwhelmed by what my purpose even is. One of the things that has helped me the most is having small reminders throughout my life. That's why I've created inspirational Christian stickers and magnets. They serve as a reminder and encouragement to you on your journey to heaven. And the best part, they even inspire those around you. You can save 10% off your first purchase with the code PODCAST. There's no better way to share Christ with others than with inspirational stickers and magnets. You can shop these at AbundantlyYours.org. And when we're focused on these things of of the future, whether that's, you know, like tonight or tomorrow or a week or a couple months, whatever that is, you know, like we get so focused on that that we can't live in the present moment. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like, and we, we can't even see what the Lord is doing and what he's teaching us throughout our day when we're constantly looking at the next thing. It's kind of like we're looking over God's shoulder, yes. right? Like, you know, the Lord is standing in front of us and with us and beside us throughout our entire day. And it's like when we're constantly worrying about tomorrow or the next thing, we're literally just like looking past God and not looking at God in the face. And it's like, like that, like, that's kind of like a hard pill to swallow, right? Yeah. Like. It's really hard. And I know like anxiety can be crippling and it can be really, really hard. Um, so I'm not like, um, you know, not, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yes. That's the word. I'm like, what am I, what's the word? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, but I think it's a, it's a constant thing of this choice of we get to choose to trust in the Lord Mm. and it's not always easy. Like 
some, you know, sometimes or most of the time when I choose to trust in the Lord, there is a little ounce of anxiety with it of like, like, Lord, I choose to trust in you. I don't know what's happening. Um, you know, I am a little scared, but I'm just going to embrace that. You know, what's best for me because he yeah. does. Yeah. You know? Well, it's called a step of faith and not a step of, I get it all. And I understand because mm-hmm. it's faith. It's like, yeah. we don't get it. We don't understand. So when I take that, make that step to trust God, there is a faith requirement because otherwise, like, I'm going to lean on my own understanding. I'm going to do what makes sense to me because yep. it makes sense in my head, you know, yep. but God's like, no, no, trust me, have faith and take that step. So there is that little bit of that flutter of nervous yep. anxiety that can come when it's like, okay, God, like I'm surrendering because now I have to let go. Now yep. I have to stop trying to control. Now I have to stop trying to figure it all out and I have yep. to trust. And that yep. is scary, especially I think for us girls, I feel like yes. women struggle with that maybe a little more than men on certain levels, you know, we like to control the world. (laughs) We do. We do. And I think, I mean, I know we've all probably kind of gone through those seasons of like, you know, planning out our lives, you know, especially like with like new year's resolutions and stuff Mm. like that. It's like, I feel like we're always just like planning everything out and I want to do this and this and this. And, um, it's just like, we get so fixed on these things we want to do. And we forget about, well, what does God want me to do? Right. Um, And so just through like running abundantly yours and, um, you know, some of my design work that I do, I'm like, Lord, allow me to show up and, you know, do the work that you call me to do today. So like the simplest of little things that might be on my list, like write three Instagram posts or, um, you know, like I have, you know, two podcast interviews or whatever that is, like the simplest of little things that I might have on my list of like, like I can be constantly worrying about, okay, what's next after, you know, our interview, like what, what do I need to be doing next? What do I need to be preparing myself for now for that? But it's like, yes. no, like when we're constantly like in this next, you know, quote unquote, next phase of life or this nest, yeah. the next task in life, you know, we can't be present with the people who are with us. And it's like, we know life is short. We know life flies by so fast. And so it's like, yeah. you know, I don't want to regret a day in my life, which, you know, we all have those days, right? Sure. Where we're like, I should have made a better choice, but that's where the Lord teaches us and we can learn a lesson from it. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, but we do get the choice of living in the present moment, you know, like just yeah. as everything is a choice, God gave us the freedom to, to choose whatever the heck we want in life, whatever yeah. it is we want, we can have it and we can choose what we want to satisfy ourselves with. Yeah. Um, or attempt so, to satisfy ourselves with, right? Yeah, yeah literally. Right. And so it's just like, you know, kind of even just asking yourself, like, what, what do I want for myself in my life? Like, do I want to live in the present moment with the people who are in front of me? Um, or even like for me working from home, it might might, might not seem like people are in front of me, but like through this conversation, you know, yeah. like being present in this conversation and not worrying about other podcasts I have to edit or, you know what I mean? Definitely. Like oh my goodness. Make this list. Yeah. yeah. The to-do list is never ending and mm-hmm. I don't think it will ever be ending, right? Like yep. there's, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity and grasping mm-hmm. for the wind, right? Like yep. Ecclesiastes, depressing book on one hand, but also like encouraging on the other because you're like, oh yeah, like it is, it can be vanity if all I'm doing is my to-do list mm-hmm. with no like focus and God in my list, then yeah. I'm missing out on the things that actually are going to matter for eternity. Yep. And then I'm like missing out on what matters in this life, you know? And yeah. so it's, and it's so easy. I am insanely guilty of 
my to to do list mastering me and getting like one of the things God's been teaching me personally lately. And like, you know how he does it in every way. You're like, oh my goodness, okay, I get it. Like he keeps bringing to like every it's just constantly coming back to focus, Carly, focus focus on this task right now, right in front of you. If you're writing, focus there. Don't be writing and then distracted by email and then that text and then, oh, and add this to the list. No, be focused. Be right where you are. Be there in that moment. And then when that time ends, you move to the next and you focus. And I'm like, okay. But as I've done that, I've watched like, I've been more attuned to like him working and I'm accomplishing a great deal more because I'm not scattered. Like it's amazing how like actually walking in that is fruitful, but it's so easy to like be, have a to-do list that causes really anxiety, right? We're talking about anxiety and that my to-do list can totally make make me anxious because it it just rolls. Like I have it on my phone and Mm -hmm. it is this lovely constant, you know, it's that constant loop thing. It doesn't seem to ever end. I can always add five more Mm -hmm. things to it. But like when I, surrender that to the Lord. And like you said, like, okay, God, I'm going to give you my day. My expectation isn't going to be that I'm going to accomplish so much on my to-do list. My expectation is going to be set in you. I'm going to let you order my steps. And it's yeah. amazing how freeing that is, it how is. much le- less anxiety I feel. I'm, I might write down less things that I've accomplished in a day, but at the end of that day, I feel fuller, more satisfied, and more like aware of God's presence throughout the day because he opened my eyes to see him working. And yeah. it's like, Talk about anxiety freeing in that moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, because now yeah. I'm, instead of being like chained and enslaved to all that I have to accomplish, I'm trusting and being led and seeing God work and move. And I'm doing and seeing things that I could never have accomplished on my own. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so you, Lord. And how cool to like be able to create and walk in each day with the God of the universe. Like the fact yeah. that that is a reality we can take hold of is mind blowing, but yeah. like amazing. And as I think about it, even as we're talking, I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, like, let me walk more fully in that because I want to, like, I walk in it some and I want to walk in it deeper, you know, yeah. like there's, yeah. I want that, ang- that anxious life to be less and less a part of my life. And that full trusting the Lord to be the thing that I, I lean into and walk in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely like went through a season, um, just kind of recently, but kind of not, I don't know, in the last couple months of like feeling like my to-do list identified me. Mm. And then it made me really anxious. And like, I could never like Falling asleep was difficult unless I was exhausted from being pregnant. <laughs> and that was, I had the benefit of the doubt there. But um, like, you know what I mean? Like I just, I would make this list and I had it like three pages long. So I'd like write it out on lists and I would just like keep adding, which yeah. is a good thing that I still do of keep adding because then it's out of my brain and I'm yes. not worrying about it. But then I started to be like, well, okay, I have to get, you know, one page of it done each day. But it's like, no, like yeah. that doesn't identify who I am because some of these tasks are like huge, like a big, right. a big task, a big thing to do, you know? Yes. And it's the so, six month task. It takes one line to write it down, but it's going to take you six months to actually yeah, accomplish it. Right. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And so then I, I start, I start something and then, yeah, I see an email come in, you know, for a podcast guests. So I like respond back and I'm like, okay, now what, now what am I doing? Like, then I typically move to the next task and I'm like, wait, I have to go back and finish the first one. And yeah, we, I just yeah. get scatterbrained and then we feel anxious because we're like overwhelmed and it's like, yep. 
if we can just focus on one thing and that's where do not disturb has been one of my best friends. So good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on a because, super like, practical level. So helpful. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to turn it on. Sometimes I'm like, well, I just need to be in the know. I have to know, but I'm like, the notification will be there in two hours or, or you know, like if it comes in yeah. now, it'll still be there in two hours. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, why do I choose to let that be a distraction to my day um, instead of just being present, you know? And so like something that I've been doing is like, um, I usually listen to like music. Like I have like tons of Christian playlists. Um, but like I've recently been just like turning on a podcast and it helps me to like, I mean, music is like, is so emotional that sometimes it just like makes your heart, you know, pound and you're like, you know, beat bopping. And then you're just like, I mean, sometimes you're just like overly excited and you just want to go like, you know, I don't know, do more exciting things than work. Right. Right. <laughs> so I've just been like turning on a podcast and like taking a deep breath and like, okay, like now is my time to design this, um, you know, whatever project I'm working on, you know, like I'm going to focus on this project today. Right. Like, yeah, that's it. Um, and I'm going to focus on that right now. And then when that's, you know, completed, then I'll move on to whatever is next. Yeah. Uh, which is so much freedom is kind of where I, after rambling is where I'm kind of going with that is like, we have the choice to, you know, choose freedom in our day. And we, it's as simple as focusing on one thing at the, on one thing at a time and focusing on the present moment, you know? Yeah. And like looking for God in that moment, like so Mm -hmm. often it's easy to be like, I think a lot of my anxiety, like I said before, it really originates from like forgetting to see God in my life. And when I slow down and I'm like, okay, God, where are your fingerprints here? Where, where can I trace your hand through my day? And when I stop and do that too, overlaid with the focus and like that, that intentionality in my each moment, suddenly I'm like experiencing not just like that peace and that freedom, but also a joy because I'm like, whoa, I'm in this with with you, Jesus, like I'm walking with you right now. And how beautiful is that? You know? So it is, it's like, these are, it's great because I feel like it's so practical, really. I mean, it's hard. It's just because it's practical. doesn't mean it's, it's easy. It's not, you know, but like, it is so practical. It is such a daily moment by moment thing. And it is a surrender, you know? And, um, I think too, when we like, for me, personally, I know if I start my Bible, my day with my Bible and Jesus, and I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to start. That sets my day in a totally different direction than if I start without him too, you know, yep. and because now I'm like more attuned to, he's reminding me of truth and I'm reading his word and like soaking that in and it's coming to rest in my heart and in my mind. And now it's going to color my day and my choices and my actions. Again, I'm not perfect. I'm going to totally yeah. blow it in moments, but that yeah. sets me up for the success I want to have in life, which is the success of honoring him so that one day when I see him, I hear, well done, good and faithful servant, you know, and, and like that's, but it really does make a difference. And I can't tell you how many times I've been stressing, anxious, worried about a specific issue. And as I'm reading my Bible, the Lord like speaks directly to my heart about it. And just Mm -hmm. a verse rises up off the page not literally, you know, that would be kind yeah. of creepy if it actually came up off the paper, but I'm <laughs> um, in, in like that deeper, yep. that deeper reality of like, okay, this is for you today and yeah. take hold of that truth. And, and it is so incredible just to see how he answers prayer and works in even just through that. So yeah, I yeah. think like that's the other thing that I would definitely encourage somebody struggling with anxiety to like pick up your Bible and don't, 
think that you don't need that because trust me, God will like totally yes. meet you there and minister yes. to your heart in a way that will probably shock you. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he shocks me all the time. <laughs> so yeah. 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 And just spending time in prayer with him. And even like, um, sometimes I think when we, we struggle with anxiety, our brain moves like a million miles an hour, right? Like we, mm-hmm. we start to like create this snowball effect of the worst case scenario. And, you know, we're yeah. believing lies and the devil is just literally working in our head. And before we know it, we're moving a thousand miles an hour and we just can't like, we just like are just like shaking. And, you know, sometimes yeah. our you know heart rate is higher and we're just like, <gasps> like mm-hmm. struggling to breathe. It's like, okay, like come back. Like silence is okay too, you know, and like yeah. inviting the Lord into those moments of anxiety saying, Lord, like, you know, this is, you know, I'm really struggling right now. Be with me and like call upon yeah. him. Lord, yeah. be with me. Lord, be with me. Yeah. Um, because he will, he will show up and he is with you. Although, you know, it might not be this miraculous feeling of, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the Lord is there. I can see him. I can feel him. I can hear him. Like, that's not going to be the case every time. Yeah. Um, but we just get this choice to, um, yeah, choose to live with Christ and something that I'm like, the Lord has been so faithful to me that it's like, why would I not be faithful and return to him? Like, why would I not choose to live in the moment he created for me exclusively for me instead of worrying about what he's going to do and what I can't control, right? Like Mm. instead of worrying about, um, you know, maybe where the next paycheck is or how I'm going to do on this test or in this class, or, um, you know, maybe I'm worried about this friendship or, you know, whatever. We can be anxious about so many things um, that it's like we we tend to start because we're so worried and we start to lose trust in the Lord. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's come back to where we're at right now. Like what are the blessings he's given me today? Like, you know, like I woke up this morning. That is the biggest blessing of itself, right? Mm. Woke up today and then I get to choose if I want to have a good day or a bad day, right? Yes, yes. We get to choose if we want to live with Christ today or if we're like, Eh, I'm going to go flounder into my own little whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that's so important because like, yeah, it is a choice. It's a daily choice of, do I want to live in the worry or do I want to live right here right now? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And trusting the Lord is always the thing that will be the most fulfilling in our lives as well. And I think there is that attack against it specifically because the enemy doesn't want us to trust in the Lord and rest in him and wait for him and look to him and rely on him and find that he is everything we need. So there is going to be constant stress and pull to do something yeah. else and to believe the lie that there that you are in control and you can figure it out. And it matters like, you know, every all of the results are totally in your hands and up to you. And that's not just frankly not true. We do not control yeah. the universe. You know, yeah. my grandfather like would say to my my grandmother, Lorraine, stop trying to control the universe. And I feel like I need to hear that. Sometimes I still have his voice in my head sometimes like, okay, like, yeah, I can't, I can't Mm -hmm. control it. I need to just surrender and walk faithfully in what God has Mm -hmm. called me to. And as I do, like he will show up and whether like we have the choice, like we can choose joy, but also like there is, there are going to be hard days in our life. Like they will come. But if we walk into them with all of these other days of daily walking with Jesus and seeking him and finding him and having his word invested in our hearts and in our minds. And if that's how I'm entering that bad day when it comes, I will be much more equipped to walk there. And I will know that my God is with me and 
he's going to shepherd me through. And like, so, you know, some of some, some listeners I'm sure are like, well, my days just are really bad right now. I have a lot of horrible things happening and like that stinks. And I'm so sorry, but like, even there, I can guarantee God will show up and meet you and he will minister to your heart if you will let him, you know, if you'll release that stress and fear and anxiety into his loving hands, he will show up and work on your behalf. Yeah, he will. And I think that for me, that's what I've been working on and focusing on the most in this season, because like this desire in my heart is growing and growing even bigger each day of like, I want what the Lord wants Mm. and I don't know what the Lord wants. (laughs) Um, And so that, you know, that can sometimes be anxious for me of like, well, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, like say like I have different like product ideas and things like, you know, um, you know, like right now I have two different ones that are kind of on my heart. I'm like, okay, Lord, like, you know, what do you want to be brought to fruition? Because like, I don't know, you know? And so like, instead of taking my human control into my power and saying, oh, I'm just going to release both of them and just you know, design them all and just throw them out there and hopefully someone will buy them. Right. But like, instead of like, I get that choice or I get the choice of, no, I want to see what the Lord is going to speak to me through this, you know, collection and the meaning behind this, um, before I just like throw it out there, you know, like in being more intentional in my actions of where the Lord is calling me to, because I'm like, yeah, I want what he wants for me. And so Mm -hmm. if that means, you know, doing a bunch of little different mini, you know, like I have my two businesses and then like, um, like I get to babysit my nephew, um, in the spring. And so I'm like, until my baby comes. So it's like, you know, just this exciting, like, I just get to serve in so many different ways. And it's like, instead of freaking out about that of like, oh my gosh, like I'm carrying all these different plates of like, no, this is what the Lord wants for me right now. And, you know, maybe in six months, that's going to look different of what I'm doing and where I'm being called to serve. But mm. once again, I remember you said at the beginning of like, we don't have that grace to, yeah. to be in that season yet. So um, the Lord is preparing our hearts every day mm. for the next moment, next yeah. moment, then the next day, the next however much time we have left in our lives. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I keep coming back to this. Like it's, it's a choice. It is like, it really is this choice of, do I want to believe the truth that God knows what's best for me, or do I want to sort of believe that, but have a grip on the other half of my life, you know, like, (laughs) and not let the Lord do his thing. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree with everything you just said completely. It's, (laughs) and it's that it is daily. It is just daily moment by moment. Right. And he gives us the grace for that. Not Mm -hmm. six months from now. I wish, you know, we, we all want to make our five-year plan. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially us entrepreneur planners you know we're like oh what's my five-year business plan and the lord's like sometimes he gives us the grace to get an idea but he's like leave that in my hands i'm gonna for sure change it on you you know so like it is a matter of just daily surrender and daily trusting in the one who has it all under control like he knows do you know what ingredients are found in your daily skincare and makeup routine could there be toxins in all of your products that are silently impacting your health There are so many brands out there that claim to be clean or organic or pure, but are they actually clean? Due to a lack of regulation, beauty and cosmetic companies often use ingredients known to be harmful in their products. Let me repeat that part again. There are toxic chemicals associated with hormone disruption, 
increase cancer risk, and more in many of the products we put on our bodies every day? Uh, absolutely no thanks. There's a better way and I'm so excited to share it with you. I found makeup and skincare that I genuinely love that is actually clean, toxin-free, and organic. They've set a completely new standard for me and I feel a million times better wearing makeup I know won't compromise my hormones, health, or happiness. And the real kicker, they actually perform like my old favorites without the unnecessary gunk. Can I get an amen? In a world where it's so hard to know if products are what they claim to be, I'm so grateful to have found this line. You can get $10 off the makeup and skincare brand I use, Crunchy, when you use my link in the episode description. It's time to ditch the chemicals and protect your body with clean beauty and skincare. As my husband and I, as we get, you know, every day is a day closer to meeting our baby, um, that it's like, you know, I, I have no idea, like the plan right now, my, our, our, you know, kind of tentative plan is for me to stay home and then just work as I adjust to being a mom, you know, take, obviously I'm going to take some time off, but like, you know, like I have no idea what that looks like. I am like, I literally told my husband, I'm like, I have no idea what it's like to have a baby. Like, I don't know what our baby's going to be like, you know, like, is the baby going to be like chill or are they going to need more attention or like, what is it going to be? Right. Like I have no idea because I, I just don't know. And so it's like being able to surrender to the fact of like, someone might ask like, well, what is your plan when the baby gets here? I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, well, I'm kind of just letting the Lord do his thing. And some people are like, wow, you're brave. But I'm like, no, like I want people to see that I'm choosing to live the way God wants me to by just focusing on today and letting him worry about whatever is to come in 2023 and throughout the, you know, the years to come. Right. Um, And it can be difficult to share that with people like, well, like, what are you doing after graduation? Well, I'm doing what the Lord wants me to. And right now, although graduation might be three weeks away or whatever, like, I don't know yet. (laughs) And so it's hard to step out and encourage and share that, like, I, I choose to lean on the Lord. And sometimes that's just what other people need to hear too. It's so you know, true. it's like, you know, we have this choice, like, no, I'm choosing to lean on the Lord because why would I lean on my own understanding? You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes anxiety can come from fear of man, even like I'm yeah. afraid of what everyone's going to say and think yes. because of my, these choices that right I feel. Right <laughs> yeah. Like these choices that I am so in my heart of hearts, sitting alone with Jesus, a hundred percent confident that he is leading me to yeah. do this. But that fear of what people mm-hmm. might think, it is a thing that is so real. Yeah, and and is. and um the unfortunate thing is people don't disappoint. Um and they often do give the reaction that you were afraid they'd give. And yeah. you know, that verse in Proverbs that says, like, fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And mm-hmm. I just love that. Like, okay, Lord, it's you I'm gonna trust you. And I have had so many people misunderstand me. I mean, my life, I'm th- I'm in my early 30s and my life has not looked traditional, normal, mm-hmm. at anywhere near any box that people would put, you know, yeah. me in at any point. So there have been so many conversations and weird looks and all right, whatever, good for you. But like, yep. you know, people don't, they don't get it. But then I've seen God work. I have, mm-hmm. I'm confident that he has led. And you know what? I wouldn't trade it yeah. for all of weird, annoying looks that you might get and the, oh, good for you, or oh, you're in for a treat. And, you know, especially you, you're young, you're just married, you're having a baby, like it's an exciting time. But I'm sure a lot of people are like giving you 
conversations. Yeah, you're, that... you're too young. Why'd you get married so young? That's a huge thing. Yeah. You know, my husband and I got married at 20 and 21 and we're expecting our first baby. Um, baby will be born three weeks before my 21st birthday. So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not what society says to do. Right. No. But this is where we chose before our wedding of um, choosing to be open to life and saying, Lord, we want what you want for our family and our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And through that, we've experienced so much beauty and the fact of like, yeah, we could have came up with excuses of, you know, I was finishing my last semester of college and I didn't know if I'd get sick being pregnant. Bless the Lord. I wasn't, you know, or like, you know, or I want to wait till I'm out of college. I can get a full-time job so we can have more money so we can, but it's like, no, none of these things are going to get us to heaven. These, these worries of like, well, what if she's sick? Well, the Lord is going to provide in that season. Right. Yeah. And then like, we could just feel the Lord's providence, you know, just like, abundantly as soon as we got married of like Lord we just trust in you we trust in you um and some days it's easier said than done but knowing sure. that like you know my life is in the hands of my creator and my savior and my father mm. and there's nothing more um like freeing than that there's yeah. nothing more freeing than knowing that the rest of the time that the Lord has planned for me on this earth is already specifically planned out for me and we have the choice to choose whether we want to live that life with Christ and, and choose that life, or if we want to choose things that are going to satisfy our own humanly things like yeah. those worldly comforts, you know? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy because yeah, this fear of the fear of being judged comes mm. a lot with anxiety. It <laughs> um, does. It I looked really up does. like the definition before I was like, I just want to like, you know, whatever anxiety is, you know, and it's basically kind of just said like fear and worry. So like, yeah, fear, of fear, of the unknown fear of being judged. And it's like, even for me, like, it's hard for me to say that, like, I'm a Catholic podcast host, especially to people that I know, because I'm afraid they're going to go listen and then like judge me for it. Yeah. Right. That's the silliest of little things, because I know that right now in this season, this is where the Lord is calling me to serve. I've always had this desire to serve the church. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, you know, been in this form of this ministry, right? And it's like, yeah. why would I not give someone the opportunity to listen to a faithful conversation like this who might just need it, who yes. might just need this ounce of hope of like, you know, I, I get this choice to choose to, to, you know, live in anxiety or live in freedom with Christ. Yeah. You know, and so that's like, I mean, kind of one of the biggest ways that I struggle with the fear of being judged is, um, you know, like, you know, yeah, I have a Catholic podcast. And another thing is like, um, something the Lord is <laughs> allowing me to work on is like receiving. So like, if I'm, you know, with friends and family and they ask like, you know what I do? I'm like, well, I'm making like rosaries and stickers and things. And like, then they say, oh, I want to buy some. But then I feel like, oh no, I have to like give them a discount because like, I can't I have them. I really get that. <laughs> no, it's so hard. Or like, or like say someone like, say rosaries $20 and they pay me 25 and then they say, keep the change. Like, you know, like yeah. that's so difficult to receive that, but the Lord wants us to receive what he wants to provide for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's totally. hard. It's so hard, but the Lord is slowly stretching my heart in that way of receiving, um, not only like financially, but like receiving just like time with others and receiving, you know, conversation with others yeah. that is outside of like what I would normally maybe like, you know, allow myself, like, it's okay to go have a fun conversation. Like sometimes yeah. I just put myself in a box and say, nope, I'm just for my husband and God and that's it. But 
no, like we're built for community. So definitely going on a rant, but the fear of being judged is so hard. Totally. And I think it often does come with steps of faith. I mean, because it's scary and Noah looked like a crazy man building a boat that never rained. People are like, what are you? It's massive. You know, I'm sure when the animals started marching in, he was like, hey guys, you know, all the neighbors watching and laughing and it, but yet he was faithful and God saved him and he worked and like Noah's life became a testimony and how you can go through the Bible and see over and over again, all of these men and women who chose to follow God, despite everything that people would judge them for, because it just didn't make sense. And I mean, I totally relate. I'm, I'm writing novels and I, not everybody gets that stories can be a powerful tool that God uses, even though Jesus used parables. So I'm like, well, it's kind of right there, you know, but anyway, people, people are like, oh, okay. Stories, you know, why? Like, you know, and, but yet that's what God's called me to and to like pour truth into stories so that people Mm -hmm. can see that reality come to life in a way that maybe just talking about it wouldn't Mm -hmm. show them, you know, but like, it's easier for me to be like, Sometimes it can be easy for me to find all the other things I do and not talk about that because I'm afraid of what people will think. And the Lord's totally convicted me and be like, Mm -hmm. stop doing that. (laughs) So, you know, I try now I'm like, I'm an author. Mm -hmm. I write books, you know, but like it's it's a, it can easily, and sometimes it's imagined, you know, like you said, you tell friends and family and then they're like, oh, that's so exciting. I'd like to support you and be a part of that. Yeah. And it, and people surprise us. And other times they, they meet our expectation and it's, mm-hmm. it's sad, but honestly, I feel like I've seen more and more people who have been excited yeah. to like walk in this with me and see like the story get into the hands uh-huh. of the people who God wants it in their hands and yeah. all of that. Like, yeah. so he does like, but it is amazing how fear of man can really cloud our judgment and give us so much anxiety. And as we can surrender that to him and trust him instead, it really is amazing. Like the freedom we can walk in when we're not, when we're not bound by being like afraid of being judged by what all these other people may or may not think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think when, you know, we're nervous about sharing about something. So like for you, you know, like being an author, like sometimes it might be nervous to share that. Or like for me being a podcast host, it's like, yeah, "Eh," like sometimes I just like to say like, oh, like I just like, you know, have a little like Catholic side gig, but that's it. Like we're downplaying the joy that we've received from the Lord in this season of where he's calling us to. Because true. Running the Abundantly Rose Ministry is the best thing that has happened to me in this season of life. Like, it's so fun. I love the podcast conversations that I get to have. Um, And so it's like, why would I downplay all of this joy and this peace that the Lord has called me to through doing this work that he is so especially created for this season, right? Yeah. Why am I going to go share with that? share that with someone, but like downplay it to make it seem like it's like nothing, right? Like, oh, it's just a little side gig, but like in all reality, I'm, you know, doing this part-time, you know, part-time to full-time just depends on the week, right? And so like, I just am letting the Lord do his thing, right? And it's like, sometimes it's even scary of like, you know, I'm not making anywhere near a full-time income with the podcast. And so it's like, whatever, like this is where the Lord is calling me to. Like, and I'm experiencing peace and joy and it's allowing me to increase my trust and faith in him. So why would I run to something else that might, you know, financially compensate me more than what I might be receiving from abundantly yours, right? Yeah, It's like so hard because it's like people in this world, we are so defined. I No, we're not. We're not defined by like worldly things, but we feel like, like our terms of success are, 
like these yes. like physical things, money or um, trophies or awards, right? Sure, but yeah. like for me, like the feelings and the ex- emotions I get to experience with Christ are worth so much more to me. Um, and knowing that this is where the Lord is calling me to. Yeah. So why would I run from that? Like when I know so deeply, like the Lord was persistent in getting me to start the podcast again. Like he yeah. was like, Whitney, I've called you to it. Now go do it. He literally yeah. said that to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll do it. <laughs> I hear you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I just think it's, it's easy to downplay our situations um, just for the fact of like the fear of being judged, but it's like, mm. No, like the pe- people can see the joy in us when we talk about what the Lord has called us to do, you yeah. know, because like that's the gifts and talents he gave us. That's what mm-hmm. he created us for, you know, Yeah. like, that, you know, say, for example, you might be an author for the, you know, for 10 more years and maybe the Lord calls you to something else in the yeah. next 10. Or for me, like maybe the podcast goes on for two more years, but when there's more kids, you know, in my family, yeah. it's like, who knows, right? Yeah. Like. I don't know. And I don't want to worry about that because the Lord already has everything planned out for that. Right. It's so true. So true. So once again, it's a choice, right? It is. It's amazing how often it comes to that. Like, okay, just that choice and that surrender choice Mm -hmm. and surrender and like, okay, God. And how it's so true. How much joy is there in like just daily getting to like walk in all these awesome things that God is giving us to do, you know, like, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. And so thankful just that I get to experience Mm -hmm. this life that God has like called me to really like it's, it's truly amazing. And as we walk more fully in our calling, how many times do you get that conversation with that other person who's like, I was actually thinking about X, Y, or Z. And, um, and like now they're feeling a little bit more encouraged to take a step of faith and walk in it because they're hearing yeah. your testimony and encouragement of what God has like done yeah. in your yeah. life. And so it's just really, really cool, you know, and yeah. like, okay, Lord. Okay. Like at the end of the day, I want you to be happy with me and pleased with what I, what I'm doing. So, yeah, you know, you haven't exactly. failed me once and you're not going to fail me. So yeah. I'm going to keep going here. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, such a powerful reminder when people do experience anxiety of like, the Lord is not going to fail us. He will never Mm -hmm. leave us. He's always with us. And he always wants us to be inviting him in with us. Right. Like, like, like I said, like we know that the Lord is with us, but the simplest of little things or phrases I'll say throughout my day, like Lord be with me or Mm -hmm. Lord, I invite you into my day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it might not seem like this big, huge, powerful prayer, but like, that's just you recognizing God's presence and inviting him in. Yeah. And the more and more you do that, the more and more you're going to feel him with you. Yeah. The more and more he's going to reveal himself to you through the work you're doing. You know, like, I just think that's incredible in of itself of like, you know, that's what I've been doing recently is like, just inviting the Lord into the small moments of my day, you oh, know, like, like yes, sitting on the couch, working on the podcast, like just relax and having a fun time or like, you know, maybe have a movie on or whatever it is, like still inviting the Lord into that. Like yeah. God, like God is big and powerful, but like God wants to do these little things with us. Like, yeah. And I've said this on so many podcasts before, but like, God is cool. <laughs> like <laughs> I kind of like sometimes just picture him as, I mean, like, a brother, like, you know, he's our father, but like, you know, picturing him like on the couch with me reading the newspaper while I'm working and, you know, 
yeah. giggling with me and like crying with me and doing, you know, feeling all the emotions that I'm feeling with me um, and actually like physically imagining him in my space of like seeing the Lord sitting in that recliner that's empty or sitting on that couch, you know, yes. that's that spot and, and imagining him there with you um, can be so transforming in just allowing yourself to recognize the truth of Christ and who he is. If that, you know, that's just I mean, I think it's a good way to start to help com- combat that anxiety. You know, if you have a super yeah. long to-do list, um, you know, maybe you actually go get a chair and set it beside your desk, you know, like, yeah. hey. but set it there yeah. um, and say, Lord, this is your chair. Be with me. Help me through this day. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that actually, physical thing can actually help you. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep. Great word. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so that's something I guess I've done is imagining the Lord more throughout my day with me. Um, mm. One, you know, makes me feel less alone while I'm working from home. Like, yeah, you know, like, totally. oh, the Lord's here with me. Like, we're just having fun, like making a new recipe or, um, you know, doing the laundry, whatever it is. But like in that in itself, when we invite the Lord in and like can have just fun conversations of like, hey, Lord, I don't want to do this laundry, but what should we talk about? You know, yeah, and just totally. making it casual. Um you know, because I do think sometimes like um, it can get overcomplicated. Sometimes we overcomplicate prayer and mm. um, time with the Lord. And it's like, if all the time you have um, in your day for prayer is while you're doing chores or doing your homework, yeah. like it's okay. Like, don't get mad at yourself for it. Yeah. Just say, just say, Lord, this is what I have for time. Like, let's be together. Yes. Like, yes. And I think that's just I don't know. I just think making it kind of more casual. Um, I mean, like time for prayer of it in and of, in and of itself with like no distractions and no other things to do is obviously beautiful and great and so fruitful. Um, right. But I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not downplaying like the little sure. ways we can invite the Lord. In. I agree completely. So yeah. 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 My mom always uh, ha- like would talk about how different things around her house, she calls them prayer prompters. And uh-huh. it's just like a little item somebody gave her or yeah. just the silly decorations or different things. Yeah. And she's been intentional really in making her house something. So when she looks at different places and sees different things, she it brings a prayer to mind and it will be while she's vacuuming or, yeah. you know, preparing for something or, yeah. you know, doing laundry or dishes and it's but it's those little moments like you're saying and she's chosen like to invite the lord you know that's i think really the pray without ceasing verse essentially yeah. is that like okay lord every single moment i am bringing you into the the conversation and we yeah. are going to be in it together I, I want you to create with me i want you to work with me i want you to be with me i want you to speak to my heart wherever and however you want to and can yeah. and like amazingly he does and he wants that like yeah. he wants that relationship so yeah just i'm yes i think intentional time alone with the lord is obviously vital for our christian walks as well but like that dailiness of giving him these moments is also vital for our christian walk like it is so important too so because if i read my bible and take time to pray for an hour in the morning and then i forget god the rest of my day i miss something i missed something big you know so literally absolutely and yeah i just think you know focusing on the lord um really like yeah and, and like like once again we're not downplaying anxiety in the in the ways that it can be really difficult but yeah. um yeah our advice is to just choose christ to be with you yeah um you know you might be in a season of just the hardest anxiety the most worry 
but yeah, we get this choice to live with Christ. And so, yeah, inviting him into all these big feelings we experience. So, um, yeah, yeah. God is good. So good. <laughs> um, so yeah, as we wrap up the question, I ask everyone, this can relate to the episode or not, but what is one piece of advice you want every young Christian woman to know? Oh, so good. Well, I honestly think just recapping a lot of what we just talked about, like inviting God into your life, into your days and seeking him daily and knowing like he has a plan and a purpose specifically for your life. And it doesn't look and it's not going to look like everyone else. I think just as Whitney and I have been talking, like obviously that is clear, like our lives don't look like each other's, but they also don't look like everyone else around us. And but the beauty of that is that God has called each of us individually and he has something for us to walk in. And my encouragement is like, seek Jesus, turn to him and find all that your soul is longing for and the purposes that he has foreordained for you to walk in. So yeah, yeah, that's like my biggest, my biggest encouragement and hope for every listener of your podcast and for you too. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, Yeah. So before we leave, where can people follow you or find your book Um, If you want to share any of that information, feel free to do so. Certainly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, So my book is um, Recruit of Talionis, and that's available pretty much anywhere online. You can find it uh, and links to it on my website, which is cjmalacy.com. And um, it's I'm also on Instagram at cjmalacy. And if you're like my book is sci-fi dystopian, like about a teen girl who gets kidnapped and forced to become a soldier. And how do you find hope when like your circumstances look like that? Everything is falling apart. That's like the behind the scenes theme. So Uh I understand that book is not going to be for everyone. But if it sounds like, hey, I love like action, adventure, life and death stakes kind of thing. And you're like into that idea, then definitely come check it out. You can sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's probably one of the best ways to stay in touch with what's going on, too. So that's so fun. I love it. Um, yeah. So her Instagram link will be in the description. You can go follow along. Um, so yeah, go check her out, go buy her book. If that, yeah, if that interests you, if you're a action adventure person, it sounds so cool. So, um, yeah, thank you for joining me. It was so fun to chat with you today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me again, Whitney. This was fantastic. Yes. It was so fun. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the abundantly yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.